Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Doc, and this is Ziggy, and this is the flood. And keep your death threats to 140 characters, characters or, or less. less. I know you can do more, but, but it's a little excessive. That. We get it. You we want don't us? Read all that. You, we, you want us to die? Look, just short and sweet. Yup. Get it. <laughs> we have a guest here today. Of for our longtime listeners, probably have heard stories. We have Periwinkle. And like I said, it's nothing that I wouldn't have told you to your face. So, like Say we have... to the folks, Periwinkle. Hey guys, how's everyone doing today? Doing alright, we, uh, we got some drank. We got some drank, <laughs> you know. We all settling into our 2020. We got uh, four days to go until God, the I'm stupid so coup, Electric Boogaloo. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Stupid Look. coup 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, all of DC is shut down. The fucking capital is looking like Call of Duty right now. By the time y'all will hear this, well, you'll we'll see know. how wrong we were. We'll all know how my birthday went. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is going to be the most uneventful, exciting birthday I've had. In Glued a, to the TV. Really long time. Nah. Nope, I might not even watch TV. <laughs> but, I might not. Periwinkle. You've had a long day. Yeah. You've had a long day. All right, so Periwinkle has had a very... I talked to him earlier off mic. He had a very uh, eventful day, if he is willing to share. Went and saw my dad for the first time in over a decade. Well, then. Ah, I know. Wow, you should have started with that i could you two could have a lot to relate over that. right now <laughs> yeah yeah we could get into that how did how did yours happen mine was because i'm gonna just wedding. take a back seat for a little bit you ran into him because of the wedding well he came up for the first time in 20 years because of a wedding oh. so my younger brother got married and my dad decided to you know finally mosey on up here he lives in louisiana so it's a bit of a hike but i mean for family, you know, those kinds of things. But people is people, so I try not to hold grudges. Right. right. Therapy and all that. Yep. <laughs> Something we could all use. Podcasts and all that. Yeah. So, uh, actually, wasn't any kind of event to go see him or anything. I just decided it was finally time to go uh, visit him. And it was quite good to see him. Cathartic. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm man. proud of you. While while I've I, I've told stories of your conspiracy theory era period, you've shown a lot of personal growth right. in the past <laughs> couple of months. I'm really proud of you. Here, showing emotional responsibility and intelligence. <laughs> like, come on, let my man live. It's hard, Joe. I know. I know the feeling. It was awkward because it was. Also... I swear to God, if you ask us if the concept of time is different, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Is the concept of time different, though, when you grow up without your father in your life? I mean, if you really stop to think about it, you know, time moves a lot slower when you're forming and bonding memories with with people who you're supposed to connect with and all that. So, is it the perspective of time different when you grow up without a significant, like, you know, father figure in your life? If I wake up at three in the afternoon 
and you wake up at eight in the morning, my three in the afternoon is your eight in the morning. But so time wake, is relative. If you wake up at at three in the afternoon and your dad is just coming home and you know he's taking his shoes off and you guys get to sit down and watch the game together and I'm waking up at eight in the morning because and yours I left a, for a pack of cigarettes uh, well you know yeah my dad left for a pack of cigarettes at like six twenty years ago <laughs> and now I gotta get up at eight in the morning to go to work to support my you know my family because my, my dad walked out I'm not saying that that's what happened I'm just saying that time I'm gonna hate myself by the end of this podcast. I can tell. Oh, that, that's that's the main thing I'm actually concerned about. <laughs> I don't know why you brought me on here. The audience is going to be like depressed by the time this is over. Damn, dark episode. Oh no, we we've literally had an episode named "Are You Afraid of the Dark Humor." Not even that. I've gone off about like white supremacy and fascism so many times. That We've sure... oosted ourselves into so many mass murder shooter jokes. It's awful. I'm also sure that all my like you know fascist conspiracy theories drive people insane. They're like, well, oh, I yeah. might as well just bunker down and get. Meanwhile, Ted's sitting there <laughs> listening to the whole goddamn thing like motherfucker. He's going off again. <laughs> my own conspiracy theories drive me insane. The world is enough, you know. Stranger than fiction was, you know, a pretty accurate depiction of how like really like no, not stranger than fiction. What do we always say? The uh god damn it, the Truman show. Yeah. The Truman show. That is a real just for emphasis everybody, that's a really dark movie. You ever seen the Truman show? I've not. Alright. So, you've never seen the Truman so show. So the Truman Show is a Jim Carrey movie. Um, and it's a quote-unquote comedy <laughs> where a kid from birth is adopted by a television studio and then he's raised inside of an insulated bubble with a fictional town full of actors and everything. And it's called The Truman Show and there's cameras everywhere just filming his entire life all the time. And he has no idea. Horrifying. Absolutely. By the end of the movie, he starts to, like, figure it out. And, like, the producer is like, no, we have to keep him there. Like, blow up the bridges. And Picture, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm, but Larry David doesn't know it's a TV show. And it's actually kind of sad. <laughs> and the darkest thing is, like, it, it's, like, the biggest show on television, right? And spoiler alert to everybody who hasn't seen the fucking Truman Show... When he finally leaves and everybody in the bar is like applauding and they're like, yay, Truman! What else is on? Hit the button, roll credits. Nobody cares anymore. As soon as he figures it out was, it's it a was TV the, show. Like, it was a dark movie and then that happened. I was like, this movie is really fucking dark. You know what else is dark? Army Hammer's Kinks. <laughs> and Armio my news. <laughs> Are we familiar with Army Hammer at all? I like to drink the liver with a side of fava beans and a nice Chianti. Have you seen the social network? Either one of you two seen the social network? Yes. He's uh, the he's the douche. He's the Winklevoss twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for in like one person. Yeah, nah I mean 
everybody's talked about this to death, right? Um, but apparently this nigga is a sexual cannibal. Uh, <laughs> he didn't specifically say that. He is, in fact, denying everything and refusing to, you know, refute anything, saying that even, like, he's pulling the Jay-Z, like, if I talk about it, then it's... <laughs> <laughs> You knew I was gonna do it. He's not. He's not addressing it because he's like these claims are absolutely like fraudulent and like gross. And but I mean, yeah, some of the shit. What is? I'm 100% a cannibal. <laughs> I want to eat you. Um, this nigga said one time a chick he was having sex with tried to stab him. Uh, I heard shit about him nice. wanting to chop off. He said some shit about like wanting to chop off her toe and eat it. Uh, but a girl's trying to stab him was drawing the line. <laughs> I just want to know at, at metaphorically speaking, storming of the Capitol. So clearly, <laughs> so clearly, the chick that like exposed him right wasn't down with all of the shit. But playing devil's advocate here, here, if I can without getting us canceled. <laughs> Did she have to expose him, though? Is that kind of, like, kink-shaming? Couldn't she have just been like, yo, ARMY, I'm not really, like, down with all that shit? And, like, you know, said maybe we part ways from here on out? The nigga said he's got problems with, like, alcoholism, and when he drinks, he, you know, is often too honest sometimes. I don't know if... That's a thing that can actually be said, but <laughs> too honest or too cannibalistic, right? Sometimes I like to eat people. It just make it also makes me wonder: Has he ever eaten people? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the real thing: So kinks are always developed from some weird kind right. of right. incident that happens, or yeah. some, you see something. Yeah. Insert Sigmund Freud here. Yep. Yes. <laughs> So where exactly does this cannibalistic kink start to develop? That's what I want to know. That's what, like, do you start out with like rough sex and then like you know somebody bleeds and you taste? Maybe he stopped breastfeeding too early. Or is it grandma saying I could eat you up too much? Uh, Wow! Wow! (laughs) I don't know which one of those answers is worse. Also, how do you lead into that? I think that's my. Is on the floor. That. Um, yeah, how do you lead into that? Like, how many dates do you wait before you open up with the cannibal game? And do you open up with it or do you subtly hint at it? No, you <laughs> open her up with it. Wow. That's probably the last date. Wow. Like, mm, you just gonna keep hammering it in there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All I'm saying is, you know, yeah, you can't, like, I just, how would you, let me bite you, (laughs) till you bleed, and then maybe I take a chunk (laughs) out. (laughs) Bitch, what? I'm a 228-year-old vampire, and that weirds me out. It's not my king. All I'm saying is, is, I don't know if it's necessarily, like... I just feel like this is a this is a, a, a like you're, this is a tight wire take here, dude. Yo, I, 
Look, I just feel like maybe, no, in Army's defense, maybe he just needs to come out and be like, look, y'all are kink shaming me, and I've never actually eaten somebody before, but we all have our weird fantasies go on porn. Well, let's let's right. think about this. His, his name is right. Army. Right. No one actually gets eaten to get off. It's how could you? I Unless mean, I don't Tokyo know. If, gets a pillow. Look, if you've been on the darker sides of Reddit, there are definitely dudes who... <laughs> At least Clay. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is maybe it's a role play thing. And maybe Army's mad because he's like, man, she really likes. <laughs> She's trying to get some gummy fingers. <laughs> ah, it's gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. I just, I guess I feel like at the end of the day. Unless... Are we surprised that somebody named Army is trying to eat people, though? <laughs> You mean like how the U.S. military complex is steadily trying to eat all the global resources? I'm not saying. I'm hey, just can saying. Can at least ration the toes properly? Mm, <laughs> Wiggle this your big piggy. toe. No, I was going to go, this little piggy went to the market. <laughs> this little piggy stayed home. This little piggy looked nice and plump. <laughs> I'm going to take this. And then that little home. piggy never got home. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. And then one ran off and kink shamed him. Speaking of pigs, the New York AG is suing the NYPD over the Joy the George Floyd protesters fine. That was really good. A nice transition. I am on a roll today, folks. I took notes. So last Thursday, this Thursday. I let the hood pope take the wheel. <laughs> Letitia James, the New York AG, filed a lawsuit against City of New York City, the uh, mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, the police commissioner, and um, I believe he's in a governor, Cuomo. No, I don't know. No, I don't think Cuomo was cited in the lawsuit. But it's, you know, over police misconduct, the treatment of the protesters during the George Floyd protest, their excessive use of pepper spray and batons, uh, the kettling that they did. Do you, you... So I had to look up what kettling was. It's just a fancy, like, term for containment. Like, they boxed them in on all sides and, like, you know, kept them from... Battle leaving. of Winterfell. Got it. Battle of Winterfell. Basically, like, they had Jon Snow's, like small little army at the end and then eventually the other army just completely circled them in so then they just closed in closer on them and even when they're all in a phalanx in a circle eventually it's just gonna constrict but it reminded me like the craziest thing uh i went and worked a jewish wedding okay. after i saw the battle of winterfell and they have the uh, <laughs> Jewish. So Jewish weddings are wild. First, the episode of hot takes. We'll just call this episode hot ones. I can't remember what the name of the. Uh, let me look this up. What's the name of the part in the Jewish wedding where they do a circle pit and the bride and the groom are on the chairs over the crowd? Oh, the horror! Yes. So yeah, I worked a Jewish wedding, and they did the horror when they come in, and literally everybody in the wedding just gets up into a circle, and they start doing a circle pit. And then the bride and the groom come in, and 
like this was this was a really nice venue, but it wasn't it wasn't the biggest. Right. So it it looked like the Battle of Winterfell <laughs> with this this entire Jewish family running around these newlyweds. <laughs> Yo. So, I mean, essentially, without all the comedic humor there, that is what the NYPD was doing to the protesters, keeping them from leaving, you know, making it so they were violating curfew, that kind of thing. And then, you know, she called the uh, conduct deeply concerning and unlawful. I found it funny, though, that the AP article I was reading listed the AG's political affiliation. Like, we exist in a day and age now where... I guess people are concerned with that, and I'm a little concerned about that. To take this in a completely different direction there, right? Because obviously that's a good step. I feel like a step in the right direction. It's holding them accountable for the treatment of the protesters when we we are now faced with the stark reality that, you know, they're, there's still We're confronting the judicial contexts. system, which is designed to be unbiased. We're confronting the individuals on their inherent biases. But listing the fact that the New York Attorney General, or the New York Attorney General, excuse me, was a Democrat, though I felt like was kind of unnecessary because they're talking about her suing the police, right? So it paints this portrait yes. that the Democrats are against the police. The whole controlling the narrative thing. I right-wing Twitter it makes my head hurt. It's not right-wing Twitter, though. This is the AP, and it's uh, Michael Sisak. So the but reporter. I mean, like, right-wing right -wing Twitter's reaction to all of this shit. Well, it makes my head hurt. Well, everything they do make They're projecting so hard that, you know, they might if as any well of, open up if a If any of you are listening, why? Just why? I mean, if you... See, I don't I mean, feel like I have to ask them why. It's the It's literally the same reason why we're doing what we're doing, but they just have a entirely different belief system. This is a culture war. This civil war we are having is all about culture, right? And it's come down to the tribalism of Democrat, Republican, conservative versus progressive, you know, like It really boils person, down to right? are you loyal to the game? Ultimately, <laughs> this is some street war warfare shit. Are you I loyal mean, to the game? We're in. You and I, we we play Yu-Gi-Oh. You, kn I know you're loyal to the game. Oh, see, I was thinking of something entirely different. Like, I was thinking like Bloods and Crips. See, yeah, I was. Yeah, you said that, and like, I got red like, and blue. Like it's as plain as day. I got all boys in the hood with this shit. I was thinking. Well, I mean, I was <laughs> like, when I said loyal to the game, first thing I think of is Tupac. All right. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, though, this shit is. It's, it's tribal. It's gang warfare. And the fact that this article felt the need to mention the attorney general's, like, political affiliation in the pursuit of a judgment call that I think everybody finds just right. Like, I... I mean, yeah, there's still a fair portion of this country that looked at what the police were doing to those protesters and thought, good, right? But that's because of the propaganda that's been put forward to them. Even on the left-wing news media stations, they still treat, like, progressive 
protesters like terrorists. Yeah. And they, I mean, up until the Capitol riots, people they treated right-wing terrorism like lone wolves. Well, here's the thing. Oh, he you know how many loser. people it takes to start a fire? One. It takes one. All of these rioters starting fire, it takes one person to start a fire. Or one gender reveal. <laughs> or one meth head smoking weed in a, or smoking meth in a hollowed out tree. Or no, a middle-aged wino think, falling asleep with all their candles burning. I think, I think, I think we've made a point here. My point being that I wonder if she was Republican, if they would have mentioned her political affiliation. I think it depends on the media outlet. It's the AP. It's the Associated Press. It's the place where everybody, what, it's either Reuters or the AP. Yeah, God, that's fucking weird. Which is why I always AP is supposed to be, like, if you're biased and, like, they have editors comb through that shit. Yo, but my point here is that's why you always got to pay attention to the reporter or the journalist that you're reading as yeah. well. It's not just the the outlet, you know? Sometimes that's weird that AP would say replies. that. Yeah, what's up, Mike? Hmm. Sisek? What's up, Mike Sisek? Why you, why you feel the need to G-check, you know? I mean... Ted, you can send that message over, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's inappropriate. It, it, it wasn't necessary. You know what else isn't appropriate or necessary? It's like mentioning her race. Like, I mean, her name is Letitia, right? Not to say that there's there I, be I a mean, white woman named Letitia, but... <laughs> I mean... God, what car... What did, I forget the word you said. I was going to make a cannibalism joke. That's a good time to go on break. <laughs> Did a two-in-one? Yeah, I mean, it's a regular laptop, plus it has a touchscreen, which, I mean, it <coughs> has its uses sometimes. Like, it's not something I use all the time, but I'm like, oh, you know, I can just zoom in on this if this is too small, just with my fingers. Like, it's you use it just like a phone. And welcome, Black News. <laughs> After uh, allegations of racial bias. I just want to say we are going to talk about black stuff. <laughs> <laughs> After allegations of racial bias, Sephora, the makeup company, hey, ladies. Uh, <laughs> hey, ladies! <laughs> the makeup company has rolled out a plan to win back its black shoppers by implementing some uh, changes. They are going to reduce the number of guards in all of their stores. They are also doubling their black-owned collection of brands that they carry. And they will be cracking down on racial discrimination. And, you know, I was, the, the, the typical shit, following black people throughout the store, um, rejecting makeup artists, uh, rejecting to do black patrons makeup because they don't you know know how to blend the shades and stuff like that um but 
I, you know, I know none of us are women here, and only one of us is black. <laughs> but I feel like this is a step in the right direction. Um, and it may even be a good way to set an example of how to deal with these things. Like, you know... In general? Yeah, like... Like, just have a retail environment that's more comfortable for everybody? I mean, yeah, cohesive to everybody's experience. I mean, you you would think that that would be obvious, right? Like, you want all of your shoppers to have a good time, but some of these stores obviously are still holding on to these archaic ideas, sets. And this is better than I feel like. Like, if you know what you're looking for, you can probably get it at CVS. I mean, I feel like it's better than the reaction that, like, Starbucks had when they had that whole fiasco. And as far as security goes, you and I worked together at CVS. Yeah. And we know how that is. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. They don't pay me for that shit, dog. Nope. I mean, I'm going to walk the checkers across the street. <laughs> makeup brands, it's a little different. You know, you can walk out of there with a couple of hundred dollars in makeup easily. Um, it's truck night. I ain't looking. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. No no comment. I feel like... It's I mean, I, I, can, I, I consider myself a feminist, so, you know. Hey, ladies! Go for you. Cheers. Kudos. Anything that makes you all more comfortable. Good, good work, Sephora. I mean, I, I brought it up because way to it. slowly catch up, Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> you know, keeping it in uh, the the spectrum of hey, ladies, <laughs> as you so casually put it. Hey, ladies. GTA is reportedly going to have a female protagonist for their sixth edition. Oh, shit! Only one protagonist, though? I, from what I'm, I mean, not much news. I'm going to guess that there's going to be more than one, uh, because GTA 5 had Trevor, Franklin, and, um, God, I can't remember the, Michael. Yeah, it had three, but it was also the first one to do that. And yeah, and but it worked so well. It did, but from what I'm seeing, it doesn't seem like there will be three. It just looks like they will have a playable... Uh, rumors have it that a playable female protagonist will be alongside the playable male protagonist. Okay. So you'll, I guess you'll either have the choice to be male or female. Yeah, so it'll be like Robin from Fire Emblem. Question is, will the female get their own story? Right. Ooh, Ooh that's I'd a good one. That's a good point. That's a good yeah, one. Because they were able to give Michael his own story, Franklin his own story, and Trevor. Well, that his was own all story. one story because you yeah, controlled but, them all at different times. Yeah, but they each still kind of had their own arcs, though. Absolutely. So if they are able to do that, then now I the feel question is, if you have if you have the male protagonist and the female protagonist. Working together concurrently, uh, consistently, are the plot, the moments of action in the plot, going to follow the woman's actions or the man's actions? Mm. I guess that's... that's the thing. So, like, if you're playing as the woman, will you have a different story based off of the perspective 
of that character. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. I feel like what they've, they've shown they can do something along the lines of that with the last Grand Theft Auto they did. Right, and it even had the multiple endings where, like, you could... And it would be a cop-out to me if the, the male protagonist and the female protagonist had the exact same plot. Yeah. So, I don't and know. Now will this include male hookers? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, this but... Is, this is a whole... This changes the game. This is gender equality here. I would... You have to beat up on some, some gigolos. <laughs> but also, though, for all my lesbian players out there, maybe, <laughs> you know... Does this mean male strip clubs now? I don't know. Are cheat codes chill? Are cheat codes still in the game? You know cheat codes are gonna be in the game. I just wonder how they're gonna handle this, cause I don't know. Like, I mean, GTA is known for pushing boundaries. You know, you, think you know of the a hack strong female character the... in any GTA games. I, I mean, I haven't played GTA campaigns like that but I know there are strong female characters in GTA. I mean, there was CJ's one girlfriend, right, that lived out well, in the CJ. woods. fuck <laughs> CJ. He's not Big Smoke she Bad. She was like but, a but fuck CJ. <laughs> the bitch was also crazy, though. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Michael's wife was like a total ditz and a slut. His daughter. Same. Yep, yep. So, I mean, not the slut shame, right? We were just not trying to kink shame Army Hammer. <laughs> but, just eat it, eat it. Oh, God. All right, Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Army. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's cool, though. I, I, I don't know. So, But there's no release date, and there's no, like, official trailer or any real, like, their rock star, as always, is keeping things really tight. And so the fact that this leaked means that it's probably likely that there will be both a male and a female protagonist in the game, but no storyline. I think line. that's dope. I'm questioning how it's going to affect the females growing up. Deadass. Like, you think it fucked us up? Um, I've actually never played a Grand Theft Auto game. What? I was the type of person who played Grand Theft Auto just to hit the cheat codes and go on a killing spree. No, so I'm, I'm the demographic where they're like, like, like we need to watch this guy. Files, but I've never played through a Grand oh, okay. Theft Auto game okay. myself. I've, I've watched people so play through yeah, GTAs. You, yeah, you've recreationally played the game like arcade style. Right, like right. But I've never played through a story yeah. and seen all that. But like, I've watched people play through the story. Yeah. So I know the GTA story is like really well written. Most of the time they are. I mean, they've had like a gay protagonist, so. Who was that? The Ballad of Gay Tony. <gasps> right. Or no, I don't think. Never mind. I don't think the protagonist was gay. I think the side mob quest boss or something like that. I think the mob boss like was gay, in that one. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's about time in catching up slowly news. <laughs> Way to go, Rockstar. <laughs> Turtle takes. Uh. Speaking of turtle takes, apparently uh, Governor Hogan has declared a state of emergency in, ahead of the inauguration. Um, it's already, you know, the news is already out there. I'm sure you guys have seen pictures of all the... Oh yeah, I saw some players. dude earlier tonight got arrested at um, a checkpoint for uh, having unverified credentials for inauguration in D.C. at the time. And he had a handgun and 500 rounds of ammo on him. 
Yikes. Yikes. Uh, and, if, if, and if you want to know, yes. Yes, he was. I mean, is it any question at this point? There have been, like, a few, like, random speckles of, like, black guys here and there. And the Proud Boys leader got arrested. I find that funny, right? Like, he got himself arrested before all this shit went down. And I'm almost wondering if he did that so he didn't have to be a part of all this shit. <laughs> He's like, you know what? This is like a plea deal without having to take a plea deal. <laughs> yeah, like, because, you know, he just... He got caught with, like, two magazines on him, and I don't know, like, the total capacity of both of the magazines, but I know that it was more than he was supposed to have at the time, and he spent the... He should have kept those magazines under his mattress. I know, you hate me. <laughs> I don't hate you, I just hate... You're me. just disappointed. Yes. You're disappointed. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, we've all seen the pictures of the National Guard members, you know, sleeping on the floors of the Capitol yep. building. We've all heard about Airbnb and all the hotels canceling people's reservations and shit. And I... Those just... airport pickup videos, though, priceless. They're great. Yo. They are so great. We <laughs> live in the weirdest timeline, yo. Like, this is the weirdest revolution ever. None of this is normal. Bye, guys! <laughs> Mm. Q in credits. <laughs> no, seriously though, this shit ain't normal. And this shit is thank I mean, but once again, thank God this is all dumb. Um Yeah. <laughs> thank God most Thank of God all of this is the dumb version. <laughs> I just hope that it yeah, you know, I'm gonna stop myself before I say something I regret later on. Hi Ted! I just One of these days that door it will get kicked in, Periwinkle. No, don't do that. No, we don't want that. <laughs> Good old swatting? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. And that's why I don't stream. Honestly, the other reason I don't stream is when I play games, I just don't want to talk. Like, whenever I streamed, it would literally just be, like, no camera on me. It would just be, like, a little Spotify bar of what I'm listening to. And yet here we are. Listening to Dan talk. Well, yeah. <laughs> because I don't have to game at the same time. <laughs> That's fair. That's I have the amazing ability to multitask and procrastinate at the same time. Quite the skill. I know, it's impressive. Talented, some may say. Speaking of impressive, did you hear that a Mickey Mantle card just shattered sales records? Speaking Mickey of card sales. Sentimental, sentimental moment. Mickey Mantle was the New York Yankees center fielder when my dad was going, when he was a teenager, to go watch the Yankees play. So, when I was growing up watching baseball, I, listeners know, baseball is very, like, sentimental to me personally with me and my dad. It's, I mean, the dad and the son at the ballpark cliche. Mm. Like, it's a cliche for a reason. I asked him once, we used to go... Uh, we had a season ticket plan for 13 games a year. So we would go to ball games like every two weeks, something like that. And uh, one of these days I asked him, and we've seen so many great players. I've seen Jeter and A-Rod more times than I can count. Um, I've seen Ichiro. Like the only person I haven't seen that I wish I did was Griffey. Everybody else, I've probably seen them. 
but uh, I asked my dad once, I was like, Dad, who's the greatest player you've ever seen play? And he turned to me with no hesitation and looked me dead in my eyes, and he was like, Mickey Mantle. Damn. Damn. Well, this PSA 9 card recently sold. It is a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle card, and it recently sold for $5.2 million. Once again, furthering proof that the U.S. economy needs to be based on expensive cardboard. It is the <laughs> highest selling sports card in the history of sports cards. And I also want to say... That is five times more expensive than the most expensive Pokemon card ever sold. And that is 15 times as expensive as the most expensive Magic card ever sold. Yikes. It's also a lot of money to be laundering. Yes. By the way, that, that <laughs> most expensive Magic card was a 10-graded Alpha Black Lotus signed by the now-dead artist. 250000 I was shocked that it was, it was graded that graded 10 and signed? Yes. How is that possible? I don't know. $5.2 Look, I'm telling y'all, Secretary of the Treasury, holla at me. We can get this cardboard jump running real smooth. 5.2 million. I mean, after listening to your very sentimental story about, you know, your experience with Mickey Mantle, I could understand why somebody might want that card for nostal nostalgic value. What year but was the card released? 1952. And it's a Topps card. 1952. That would mean my dad would have been two years old. Yeah. And you said it was a rookie card? I believe so. I'd have to look for... That sounds about right. If I can remember again. Mantle's prime years well enough. Yeah, I'd have to look for the article again. I just closed it out. But, yeah, no, I thought, you know, since we were talking about, you know, card sales recently, that popped up on my feed. I thought our listeners might be interested in that. How about you, Periwinkle? You and I have both gone on the cardboard spending spree. What have you, some of your reserved lists, reserved lists spikes looked like? Reserved list or just cards Just in cards in general, but I mean reserved list are the ones that all of them have just gone way up. My goat decks have all like gone up like 500% and own every card I bought. So yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh goat decks, right? How much did you get? The foil metamorphosis, right? How much did you get them for? And you have six of them? I have six of them. I got them for three of them for 50, three of them for 70. So 60. So uh, $120 total, right? 60 for each? 60 oh, never mind. 60 for each. So 300 total. Yes. Okay. How much are they worth now? 500 piece. Minimum. Minimum. Middle. Shit. Each. Shit. So you remember how I was saying the Yu-Gi-Oh economy is really fucking weird? A lot of it, Matt can attest to this. Almost everything is worth shit after it's no longer relevant. Except for a very select few cards specifically from GOAT format and their printings being rare and shiny. Damn, damn. Because the only other I mean, printing of Metamorphosis is Peasant Common. And it's still like 5 or $8 currently. Yeah, no, and like Yu-Gi-Oh! players are also like that. 
That's crazy. No, they really, I mean, they I'm really. Not, I'm not. That am surprised. I wrong? Yes. No. No. I mean, no. Not at all. No. I'm not. <laughs> like they really won't run something if it's common. Shit. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Honestly, I, I am surprised that the price that that card sold for, but also. Money I'm also gonna money. say surprisingly, more Yu-Gi-Oh players of your delegation than of ours. I'm not surprised about that either. You know, basic cable and shit. <laughs> that was literally the reason Mike Kelly told me. Did he already know that, or is this just a... Uh... No, that's the cold, like, I, this is true. <laughs> when you don't... No, pay. yeah, when you look back on it, it's yeah. pretty obvious like, how it works. I, I, for years, was so fascinated by it, and then I asked Mike Kelly, and he was just like, we didn't have cable in the hood. No, and watched... then literally, it was like, my mind just, like, exploded. I'm like... If you, Holy shit, that makes so much sense. Like, Judge Judy and shit like that. Like, all the, like, court shows and all. That's how we get into that shit. Because that's what the fuck comes on TV. <laughs> I was watching shit like Zoom and all that. <laughs> like, Kablam! Meltman! With power to melt. Yo, so I saw an internet thing that says the uh, final episode of Kablam! is like nearly impossible to find because they only aired it that one time and it's not on like record anywhere like there's no vhs sales of it or anything like that so you can't just like, youtube it no i i think it's one of yeah it's one of those things that's like not even on youtube because it was only aired once like the fucking star wars christmas special was that only aired once? It was only aired once, and it was a complete disaster. Yeah, but I think they released that on VHS tapes. I think like, you could, like, yeah, but it was, it's one of those things I think they've, like, the E.T. video game, they've tried to just get scrub it from existence. So they recently dug all those up, and, like, Do they all still work? Uh, they don't, they sold a bunch of them in an auction and then donated, like, a bunch of them to, like, a gaming museum or something like that. I was hoping you didn't say it's the hospital children, because that would just be, that would <laughs> just be cruel. wrong. I wonder how many half-lives that those those cartridges have gone through. Here's two things you'll never be able to finish. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yep. Yep. They can finish. The finish line's just a little closer. Speaking of not being finished... There are rumors that Captain America, a.k.a. America's ass, a.k.a. Chris the Man Evans, isn't done. A.k.a. Still in Not Another Team movie. <laughs> yeah, no, but there's rumors floating all throughout uh, the internet that he may be coming back for, like, future cameos. I did, I did see. I did see that. Yeah, but he also tweeted, ha, news to me. So... <laughs> Nope, that's a curveball. You think it's a curveball? That's a curveball. Think it's a red herring? Red herring. I don't know. There are more rumors, though, that uh, Michael B. Jordan will be reprising his role as Killmonger. Good. In future Black Panther movies, which has got people speculating. I mean, I, I, he, he, like, legit died, though, in Black Panther. Yeah, but... You know how Marvel works. You know how these superhero movies go. There's always ways to bring. No, I know how comic books thing. work. Superhero movies have not actually really crossed the like full. I don't give a fuck. Writers, plot armor, anything. Line what yet. the fuck was Endgame then? 
they literally rewrote time travel paradox like but four nobody came movies. back from the life <laughs> but nobody came back from the dead that's that's the big one so getting snapped out of existence is not the same thing as dying correct <sighs> they returned to ash like they didn't just disappear no just remember this the next time he tries to tell you that time perspective is not a, <laughs> a fluid thing. <laughs> right. Explain Endgame then. <laughs> they literally. You can have a more. You can have a villain that doesn't infringe on human rights. Yo, they literally rewrote the time travel paradox specifically for the movie, and then brought up other time travel paradoxes. In my the my movie. biggest my biggest crossing point is when you can bring people back from the dead. They literally that's the were big like, but what about Back to the Future? And they were like, that's a movie. And it's like the meta, like the levels of meta. That's that's a very yeah. I'm I don't know. I'm all for Killmonger returning. I don't think I'm here for Captain America returning. As much as I enjoy I will, I, I will be for Captain America returning in not a full-time role. <coughs> Unless it's Bucky, right? Because Bucky's the new Captain America. So no. that's it. No, Falcon's the new Captain America. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Falcon is the new Captain America. And Bucky is still the winner. So. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Because didn't Bucky become Captain America in the comic books? Yeah. Yeah. So. After Captain America was shot and killed. Speaking of that, did you see... Uh, On the Supreme Court steps. DC? Or no, the uh, New York New York State, State House. New York City Court House steps. Damn. Did you see that DC just like retconned its whole universe? Again? New Batman and everything. It's uh, Lucas Fox. Lucius Fox's son. Yeah. We talked about this. But it's just straight up like no Bruce Wayne happened. No, I think that... I can't remember if Batman, if Bruce Wayne is still a thing or not in this one. But for some reason, I feel like he's not. God damn it. So... I mean, there's that. <laughs> okay. So how do you feel about people being Bruce Batman other than Bruce Wayne? I've I never... Like... Honestly, I've never been comfortable with anyone being Batman besides Bruce. What about Batman Beyond? When Bruce is physically capable of being Batman, there's no one else I can imagine being Bruce. Batman Beyond, like... I mean, Batman's a normal human. Like, he's going to age. But Batman Beyond, Even Terry also was a totally different Batman. Like, yeah. totally different style. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like Lucas Fox will be... I think it's Lucas Fox. I'd have to double check that. But the but... thing is, is Batman Beyond is a, like, a distinctly different character than just and I think this one will be too. I think it's allowing them to explore the run. Just like what's coming up with the new Thor movie, you know? And how, uh, what's her name is going to be Thor instead. She's going What year does Batman Beyond take place in? Oh, that's a good Because I mean. What year does Batman Beyond take place in? 2029. Oh, that's in nine years. 
That's it. Eight years. Eight years. Shit. I'm still stuck in 20. They have flying <laughs> fucking cars. I don't think. Okay, I was talking about this today with somebody else. I honestly think we should give up on flying cars. I don't think it's practical. I think that the kind of cars that we have now work. Then we would have wasted all of this time with that sound effect of Look, hoverboards, I'm all for, but flying cars just feels like Actual hoverboards, not yes. the ones with the wheels. No, actual, okay. yeah, not segway boards. Those are segway boards. <laughs> They're just segways without the handles. <laughs> Infinitely more dangerous. Didn't the creator of Segway die in a Segway accident? That would be poetic justice. I'm pretty sure that that shit is real. I'm pretty sure. And yet, Paul Blart has two movies. Um, I cannot separate the idea of a Segway from Paul Blart. Yeah, no, I don't think that we should have flying cars, though. I do like the cars in iRobot, though, with, like, the rollerball wheels. And I feel like I just saw, like, a Mercedes concept or something like that with the rollerball wheels. I think that would be tight. Because, you know, that would make turning and parallel parking effortless. I mean, if you don't know how to parallel park, you just suck at driving. I don't even think... I lived in the city for three years. Yo, but I don't think, like, in Maryland, because, you know, regional news, I don't think they have to parallel park anymore on the driver's test. Ugh. I don't think they have to parallel park or three-point turn. I just gotta throw some motivational advice out to everybody. Don't let anyone treat you like the yellow starburst. You're a pink starburst. Did you hear Donald Trump makes his uh, aides pick out the uh, yellow and the orange starburst so he can only have the red and the pink ones? Is that a real thing? I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. No, but it, so that's the thing, right? Like it was. I'm like, that's not he's that, not like, eating nothing but the orange ones. No, I'm <laughs> surprised. Wow, well done. I'm, I'm surprised he wouldn't ask them to do something even more obnoxious, like do it with Skittles. Well, here's the really obnoxious thing about this: if we assume that this is all real, allegedly, you can totally just buy a pack of what they call my favorites, which is nothing but the red and the pink Starburst. But they're not actually the red and the pink ones. They're the, like, they're actually four different flavors. What, for real? Yeah. Damn, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Maybe that's what Donald is upset about. He's like, well, they're not even really the red and the pink ones. <laughs> this is some fake knockoff bullshit. Get Christy to pick them up. <laughs> So we watched the uh, Netflix drop. <coughs> Netflix just recently dropped a, I guess, what would you call that? Like a trailer compilation of their their uh, season run that they plan here. A new movie. The trailer model. A trailer montage. Yeah. A trontage. <laughs> new movie every week for the whole year of 2021. Including one featuring Leo! Yeah, I think that one's called Don't Look Up. You know what I do miss? I'm I'm glad that they're gone, but I miss them. But Leo doesn't have an Oscar memes. Mm, mm. I mean, it was a time. 
it was it was it was a time it was the best of times it was the worst of times so did you see any i will give you a damn dollar if you know who wrote that Mm, a damn dollar what the fuck is a damn dollar it is a dollar to be given later (laughs) i feel like i do but i don't know do you know what it is it was the best of times it was the worst of times yes I was gonna Don't say, say what it is. Just say if you know it or you're not. I think I know. Charles Dickens. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, okay, so yes. Tale of I Two was, Cities. Yes, yes, I was thinking Charles Dickens. It was yeah. Charles Dickens' Tale of Two Cities. At first the opening I, lines to the novel. Yeah, at first I thought Robert Frost, but then I'm like, no, that's the one about the snow and The road less traveled. And, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah, no, but so Netflix, new movie, every week. Are you hyped? How you feel about that? I feel like they are going to be taking the Friday nights from the American culture. They're they're trying to tap into a sense of monoculture and get the blockbuster feel that we all are missing right now with the lack of the movies. Um, however, funny thing, I actually follow this account called Mr. Zach Morris on Twitter. And, <laughs> and yes, his profile picture is Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, but he gives the best stock advice. <laughs> it's real hilarious. <laughs> but so, like, he'll just tweet a, a, a stock tag with a gif of like, and everybody will just go to it. And people are like, you scam me. Like, one person will retweet that. And then, like, 200 other people will be like, oh, man, he just scammed me into 400% gains. So the thing that he actually said to get in on, AMC theaters. Mm. He thinks there's going to be a theater boom. I bought in at $2.39, and it immediately went up to $2.40, and I felt like I just did cocaine. Well, I mean, I do feel like there is going to be a resurgence of those kinds of, especially like concerts and stuff, once everybody gets their vaccine and all that shit, but Name some stuff you think that's gonna go super on sale or super hype when quarantine is over. Quarantine's over? Condoms. Condoms are probably raging right now. People are stuck. Have you seen the Trojan commercial? The COVID Trojan commercial? No. You haven't with the couple in their apartment doing all kinds of like Pilates and arts and crafts and shit. And it's like when time's all running down, you know, you could be fucking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo. Um, nah, but go ahead, Periwinkle. What's something you think? The one thing you're looking forward to getting back to once you get your vaccine. <laughs> is it also Smash Nights? Smash Nights and Squabbles Nights. Mm, what is Squabbles? Playing cards. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. MTG first. Squabbles is gone. Yes, rest in peace. I hope you're doing well, Jason. Mm. I know you're doing well, Jason. We miss you, though. I feel like this whole Netflix like every movie or a movie every week thing is a direct response though to what HBO and Warner is doing with the whole Warner drops like HBO one month on HBO and then they're gonna go to theaters yeah yep 
Um, so I feel like this is Netflix's way of trying to, you know, draw back attention from HBO Max because, I mean, that's a pretty enticing deal. Well, we're actually getting to the point from what I've been noticing uh, in just, like, internet zeitgeist and talking to friends personally is we're getting to the point where there's so many streaming services that Netflix and Hulu and everybody can't rely on somebody just keeping their subscription. Exactly. Well, yeah, because, I mean, because these people like, don't even actually have subscriptions to these places. But, like... Everybody's sharing subscriptions and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have a Hulu and Zach has the Netflix, so... So, who, so... But, I mean, I did see some interesting-looking movies. I mean, I just watched one last night, the Anthony Mackie action movie across outside the wire. Uh, it's a action movie set in the future uh a drone pilot has a um what would you call it a mis a misjudgment <laughs> a fatal misjudgment that costs some people their lives so he gets reassigned to work with uh captain leo a anthony mackie's character on a special mission and i'm not really gonna expose too much of the storyline i mean it was really i i won't say it was really good it was like a six out of ten. It was a fun movie. How good was it compared to Project Power? Um, hmm. Hmm. I, compared to Project Power, I would say, I think I enjoyed Project Power more. Um, I feel like it, Project Power probably had a better cast overall. The main protagonist... But fuck Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? <laughs> the main protagonist in this movie... Let me look it up. Alright, so yeah, so the protagonist of the movie, Damson Ind Idris, um, I haven't seen him in anything else before, um, his, I don't know if it was his acting or if it was the character, but it all came off very, like, monochromatic, <laughs> like, he just, I don't know, his character was very robotic, yeah, like, it was very robotic, like, it didn't have very... I don't know, even the times where he was supposed to have emotional depth, it just all felt kind of forced. I'm getting this thing, though, with a lot of the media that I'm seeing lately, where a lot of it just feels, like, forced and, like, faster paced than what it should be. Like, they're trying to cram too much story into the time frame, and this was a... Well, I mean, an advertisement on YouTube, the first five seconds are the most important. Yeah, nowadays, but that I, I blame that on YouTube and, like, Vine and shit like that for shortening our attention spans but the movie well was no like, you have five seconds before you can skip that at the movie was two hours long um hour 55 minutes so there was enough time for them to fit the storyline and i just felt like there was a lot going on that i mean i guess got wrapped up nicely I, I don't have too many complaints about the movie i feel like if you watch it though you'll see where i'm coming from it wasn't a bad movie it was definitely a good little friday night watch something you're gonna watch again though I don't think I... Actually, no. I would watch it again. I would watch... But it's not something I'm going to keep repeatedly watching. Like, But I would totally watch it maybe one more time just to see if there were some things I missed out on. Fair. It was kind of like... Call of Duty meets... I know. Like, Terminator meets iRobot? I feel like that's even a stretch. Terminator meets Black Dynamite? No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely the fuck not. Um, but there were other movies, though, in that lineup that looked interesting. Uh, they got that uh, 
fuck, Escape from Spider Island with Chris Hemsworth. There's a, they, you know, they got The Rock in a movie. He was like... The Rock with Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Was Gal Gadot in that one? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But then at the big reveal, which is something that we talked about... At the top of this, was the Leonardo DiCaprio joint. And we were talking about who do you... Who do you think is the biggest movie star in the world? And I think Leonardo DiCaprio is the biggest movie star in the world. I have a hard time agreeing with that. I really, I really do. I can see your argument for it, but third I, party. About it. Who do you think the biggest movie star in the world is? You can't say who you would think the biggest movie star in the world is. I know you can name some movie stars. If you can name some if movie stars, that proves our point. One movie star that is internationally recognizable no matter where he goes. He can get a role in Bollywood. He can get a role in a Chinese film. He can even get a role in a Russian film. Tom Cruise. I knew it. I knew that's exactly who he was going to say. It, like, it was either Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, or I was going to say Adam Sandler. Or Brad Pitt was one that I think Brad Pitt is banned from China, though. Like, I think he made some kind con- No, I think he's, like, full-on, like, banned from China. <laughs> like, well, then. He can't go to China. He can't start. In We're not banned movie. from China. Just several other places. Yeah. Woo! Um, North Korea, Iran, Cuba, and Syria. I said... All pretty great places to be banned from. I said Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, like, as a movie star... And The Rock. The yeah. Rock is literally. I was the thinking like Leo movie. as like no. he is like. I wouldn't say that the right, like so, the Rock is a movie star. I'm not gonna say the Rock is a great actor though. They, that's what I was gonna say. Are you talking like actor or like movie star? Because if we're still talking actor, I still say Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is a really good actor. Every time I see Samuel L. Jackson, I'm like. This is Samuel L. Jackson doing a really, really good impression of. But it's still Samuel L. I feel where you're coming from, but I think that's also because we are used to the brand that Sam has built around himself. The commonalities of all of his characters. I mean, I also feel like that's part of a brand, though. That, but- that's the, the point. I would like to see, I mean, but I also feel like Sam can show up in a Christopher Nolan movie and we would forget it's Sam based on, like, the character and the you know who You know who would show up in that Samuel L. Jackson Christopher Nolan movie? Deadpool. (laughs) I'd like to see Samuel L. Jackson in a Bong Joon-ho film. I'm sure I said I'd push Bong Joon-ho. How about an Afro Samurai directed by Miyazaki? Hmm. Miyazaki's still alive. Yeah, Miyazaki's still alive. We would have heard if Miyazaki died. Trust me. That's fair. I felt like I was having a... Um, brain fart? No, not a brain fart. Uh, um, something effect. What is, a Mandela effect. Oh. Where I thought Miyazaki was dead already. But maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. Did you the, see I, the, vi- the Vanilla Ice being dead, like, yeah. he's not dead, right? No, no. Okay. No. Because no, I definitely no. thought for a long time Vanilla Ice was dead. Did you see any of the? Did you see any Netflix movie though that stuck out to you that made you go, oh, I might tune in? And no, I've it. actually been rewatching, or actually not rewatching. I've been watching for the first time the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars series. Oh. 
What's uh, that on? Hulu? That is on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. But I was talking to Cool Zach, and I was like, so what do you think? He's a big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so what do you think of this Clone Wars series? He's like, it's the best Star Wars. Oh, yeah? He was just like, it's the, the best series? Star Wars. And I was like, great. I've been watching it, and it's... it's uh, Better than The Mandalorian? It's not better than The Mandalorian. It's because it's different. The Mandalorian... Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian's a Western. Yeah. It's, Mandalorian is a western. Obviously. I mean... This one is, like, sci-fi, like, galactic space yeah, battles. Like, yeah, what you expect from that's Star Wars. Opera. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally a space Like, Mandalorian is a western in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Clone Wars series is... It's fucking Star Wars. Like, it's what you expect from Star Wars. True. True. It's just, like, the best of Star Wars. So, did you uh, happen to see Biden's speech the other night about his initial rollout for the first, I guess, 100 days and his COVID, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, I did look at those numbers for my bank accounts recently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, God, how much was it? Something trillion? Cat rules everything around me, creep! It's the money! Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. You know, right? What? Wu-Tang? Oh man, I gotta Dude, get. I am so uncultured. It's sad. I gotta get you hit for this shit. One point nine trillion dollar relief package. Yep. So that includes the fourteen hundred dollar stimulus checks. That includes, you know, paycheck protection. That includes investing in vaccine rollouts, small businesses, that kind of shit. Also, unemployment uh, insurance benefits. Raising the and federal the, minimum the amount wage. that's going towards uh, vaccine rollout and uh, care for COVID is an astounding amount. Yeah. Like, it's, As I read that, and I was like, great, where was this six months ago? <laughs> honestly. Honestly, we might not be in this predicament waiting for summer to happen <laughs> again. If, because uh, the warm weather will kill it! Yeah, I just... I mean, yeah. Second time's a charm, everybody. 1.9 trillion sounds like a lot, but I feel like America definitely has... You know what also sounds like a lot? 350 plus thousand. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Yikes. Open Twitter. There should be a tab where you can get the, like, the body count. Isn't that what Anthony Fauci said, though? Fauci said close to, like, a half a million. The way we were handling this shit. <laughs> the first thing that popped up was your welcome introverts. Nah, man. I mean, look, the death toll, it's its outrageous. The fact that this has gotten so out of hand in this country and the fact that we still as have As cool Zach so subtly dropped, you know, more deaths than the Vietnam War. <sighs> I mean, is it more deaths than the bubonic plague at this point? No, fuck no. Bubonic plague wiped out like a third of Europe. Yeah, I... <laughs> I feel like we getting close. It's like, nah, I guess that's, that's hyperbole. That is most certainly hyperbole. <laughs> but damn, yo, it's like... 
I hope this 1.9 trillion does something, you know, does what we need it to do. I'm certainly looking forward to those $1,400 checks, though. <laughs> Buddy, huh? you know what to do with Especially it, right? Every month or something? Or? No, I The think... $1,400 is going to be a stimulus, and then your unemployment insurance benefits are going to go up as well. Yeah. Uh, and that runs through September. So if you're on unemployment, you'll get steady paychecks, but... I don't think. I don't know. I didn't see some anything that led to believe we would be getting fourteen hundred a month. No, fourteen hundred stimulus check though for sure. Hopefully, some change are coming. <laughs> I'm getting tired of it. I just signed. Now up. you all know what to do with that fourteen hundred dollars, right? Invest in expensive cardboard. I was gonna say buy a gun, but <laughs> buying a gun's not a bad idea. Looking at the AR-15, but you know I might have just put myself. I don't know how much a crossbow this. is, but we already know I can't own a gun. But I have that chain though. <laughs> but alright, Belmont. Cool. Yo, yo! But I mean, like, cool anybody wondering that. why my backpack is like clanking? That's because I totally have a chain ready for anybody who's trying to start this civil war up is, my way. So you no, know, run up and get done up. <laughs> Go! You're gonna have to pull that bitch out your backpack, though. You're gonna have to get quick on the draw. <laughs> But I mean, like, I even talked with you about it. I was like, no, this this is not a whip. This is more like like nunchucks. This is a lashing weapon. The last thing I want to do is wrap somebody up with this. I just, I want to one time see it in action. <laughs> I got a pretty big ass chain in the trunk of my car. And then every time I think I'm going to do something with it, I'm like, who are you going to swing this bitch? <laughs> this whole hefty bitch. Also, I mean, like... If you're just like trying to swing a chain, like if if you're just like holding it completely limp and then you just swing it, you're not it's not gonna do anything. No, no. Like it does take a little bit of like effort and setup. Kind of like this. Stimulus you have to know how many frames you have. <laughs> kind of like this stimulus package. <laughs> it took a little effort and a little setup. Uh, Go. I think at this point though. It'll almost, I won't say unanimously pass, but I think it'll find a welcome seat in both the House and the Senate. At this point, everybody's constituents are, you know, crying for help. Most people are ready to get the vaccine. I mean, I don't, polls are like, what, 50, 25, 25? On the vaccine? Yeah. I don't know, let me get that vaccine. I want to go back out into normal life. I just signed up to get the shit, so. I mean, you work in the school system, so. Yeah. I mean, I signed up to get this shit. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I'm... I'm probably on the bottom of the pecking order, in all honesty. And with the new, um, well, I don't know, you, well, you were essential. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see, though, because with all this money being put towards getting people vaccinated, I know the vaccine rollout so far has been somewhat of a shit show. Like, most states... A disaster piece of yeah, the finest qualities. ...have not been able to do the numbers that they promised, so hopefully now that the federal government has some competent leadership behind it, we'll actually be able to get something accomplished. An adult. Just, I mean, a, just an adult. Oh, Joe is definitely an adult. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was watching his speech and his eyes were so like all. I'm like, yo, Joe must have just smoked a fat blunt before he came out here to talk to these people. It's and gonna then, be nice to have a president with just the name Joe. The nigga was more chink eyed than a little bit better than Donald. Like it's it's gonna be like it's just gonna be nice, just like hey Donnie, Joe, President yo, Maverick. Yo, Donnie, was good, Don. I think the moment I completely just gave up on the Trump administration was when he was throwing shots at LeVar Ball on Twitter. The moment he was tweeting at LeVar Ball, I was like, I give up. This is done. It wasn't when he came down from a golden escalator. Nope. It was when he was really throwing shots at LeVar Ball. No. Son, when he came down from that golden escalator, I was like, this is so peak Americana capitalism. Like, and, and he's going to announce he's running for president. Like, from the golden escalator. And then there's Kanye. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren announced she was running from her kitchen with a beer. <laughs> Donnie came down a golden escalator. I bet it had a .009 alcohol content. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past Elizabeth to be drinking some. She proposed to her husband, so... I was making a joke that she's Native American as my 99.8% Irish ass. You see? Yeah, and you see me? I skated right past that problematic ass joke. Sir. We are the flood. We are unapologetic. Speaking of unapologetic near water, Jersey Shore is coming back. Oh, fucking back. shit. <laughs> Jersey Shore family vacation. Mikey, Ronnie, Paulie D. Snooky. Snooky. <laughs> no, you didn't say Snooky, though. Snooky? Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even you can tell, remember. You can tell you didn't watch this shit. I did. The situation. Yeah, like, I remember the situation. Mike. Yo, look. I watched all that trash ass shit. Right? <laughs> it was, it was garbage. It was great trash TV, yo. <laughs> it was great trash TV. Don't you dare. You see, that's something in its own right. Ron, stop! What, and, like, you have... It's... Trash TV, but it's great trash TV. So does this trash TV, because it's great, become fine art? I mean, you could definitely call some of the things that happened on the Jersey Shore fine art. Uh. This is also hilarious coming from you, Mr. Reality TV Ruined the World. Yeah, yo, but this is a perfect Honestly. example. This is a perfect example of, I mean, Jim Tan Laundry, that was a thing. Like, they made those Ed Hardy shirts pop for, like, five years, son. <laughs> like, they had every fucking, like, in, like, every person with a little bit of, like, Italian in them fucking spiking their hair up and tanning and shit. <laughs> like, it was... Come on, you know that it was an error, yo. Yeah. We watched them go to Italy and completely get embarrassed on not being like the slightest bit connected <laughs> with their Italian heritage. It was it was great. I mean, come on, flavor of love, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hate Rock of Love. Fuck Brett Michael. Fuck yeah. Brett Michael. Fuck that guy. But like flavor of love. Flavor of love was hilarious. The love for the love of New York. Uh, shit what was surreal life like all that shit that was good trash tv and then it just got like out of hand after that. and now we have ridiculousness fucking teen mom what 
<laughs> oh god you still got shows like My 600 Pound Life 90 Day Fiance you know people love 90 Day I mean, Fiance I watch Ridiculousness and I I see these videos and I'm like how fucking old are these videos the video quality so you is do, so shitty you do realize that Ridiculousness is just America's funniest home videos yes for it's rebranded right <laughs> like it's just millennial version America's funniest yes, home videos yes absolutely but why are the videos so all fucking old? Because Nobody's phone camera is that bad anymore. I guess they're having trouble licensing content. <laughs> like, I look at the videos that they post, and yeah, they're all from like years ago. And then there's Tosh.0. I mean, like, that that's, shit, is this shit still on? Apparently. I mean, Tosh is. I mean, kudos to Tosh, because, like, he called. He just went for shock value. Yeah, but. Like, his first early stand-ups I like, but then, like, Tosh.0, he was just straight up going for shock value. I still kind of like the... I, I like Tosh's angle with the shit, and I thought it was funny that he, you know, tongue-in-cheek would make fun of ridiculousness for, like, stealing his his bit. And I'm... I'm not mad at him for it. Um, I wouldn't be either. Rob Deerdick seems like a tool. I... Maybe... I don't know. There's the argument... Chanel West Coast is just there. There's the argument to be made that you don't make that much money by not being somewhat of a tool. Give us that bag! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, so you won't be watching the New Jersey Shore? No, I I will not be watching the New Jersey Shore. You're not going to entertain the trash TV? (laughs) You guys said, I need something more fulfilling. (laughs) Yeah. Or to just shoot myself repeatedly playing team fight tactics or magic online. It's fair enough. Fair enough. Well, gentlemen, I think I have run out of things to uh, talk about on my docket today. So, Perry Winkle, what is on your mind? Simple? I do, but it's just, it's too existential. Go for it. still can't put it into words. I think what Perry Winkle is actually trying to say is that none of this is normal. <laughs> you guys be safe. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.